0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time of day it might be where you're listening. It's always a great day to live life inspired and energized with fitness and faith. This is your fitness and faith coach, Mike Kipp, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. In this episode of the Fitness and Faith podcast, we'll talk about spiritual triggers and we'll visit with Brent Rowell. Brent is the student ministry coordinator at Lutheran Church of Hope in Ankeny, Iowa. God's word tells us in 1st Thessalonians chapter 5, "Pray continually." Continually praying? Is that possible for us? Do we think that means we should sit around all day praying to God? Well, Minus the sitting around all day part, I think it does, sort of. First, let's look at the word continually. It means without interruption, constantly. So, pretty much, all the time sums up the word continually. I like this definition of prayer, a spiritual communion with God, as in supplication, thanksgiving, adoration, or confession. I love the phrase spiritual communion with God. Check out this definition of communion, the sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings. Let's rephrase those words from 1 Thessalonians with the definitions mentioned. Share and exchange intimate thoughts and feelings with God all the time. We are told to share and exchange intimate thoughts and feelings with our Creator all the time. Pray continually sounds like a difficult mandate. Intimate thoughts and feelings shared and exchanged all the time with the One who created us to love us doesn't sound so daunting. As a matter of fact, sharing continually with our Creator sounds like something we would all probably enjoy and from which we would benefit greatly. Don't you agree? So, what's the problem? We get busy, distracted, and involved in life. We forget to acknowledge the presence of the Almighty throughout our busy day. We find it hard to focus on the unseen with the visual stimuli all around us all the time. A few years ago, someone very close to me taught me about a very valuable tool. I call it Spiritual Triggers. The definition of a trigger, besides something that shoots a gun, is this, the cause of an event or situation to happen or exist. As for a spiritual trigger, it is anything visual that reminds us of the presence of God. When we are reminded of our Creator's presence, it is obviously easier to commune with Him, even amongst the distractions of daily life. What does a spiritual trigger look like, you ask? Anything you decide it should look like is the answer. For the person who taught me about spiritual triggers without even knowing it, she has set in her mind cardinals and the number 316 as her triggers. Every time she sees a cardinal or the number 316, it turns her attention back to God's presence in and around her. Now, here's what's really amazing about this. Because she has set these up as triggers, God uses them every day. They appear all over the place, on a store receipt, on a truck going by, on the computer. She hears them on the radio, sees them sitting outside the window, anywhere, anytime. When God knows we are consciously seeking to remind ourselves of His presence, He will help remind us. I set up sunrises, sunsets, and repeating numbers as my spiritual triggers. By repeating numbers, I mean numbers like 44, 22, 19, 19, When I glance at the clock or my phone and it shows the time ten 10, I'm reminded to acknowledge God's presence. When I'm watching a game and someone is wearing number 33, it reminds me to give thanks. Those types of numbers now appear often and in all types of places. When I mention sunrise and sunset, I know you thought of the morning and evening, but, but now that those things are spiritual triggers for me, I see them at different times of the day in pictures and in words. I'll walk into a store and see a picture of a sunset, or I'll see an ad for something like Sunset Grill. I really think God enjoys doing a little reminding. Think of some things you could set up as spiritual triggers in your life. Are you tired of sitting at red lights on the way to work? Set red lights up as a spiritual trigger, reminding you of your Creator's presence as you commute. How about an animal, a dog, a cat, or a bird? How about bad drivers? Use their existence to remind you of your loving God. Whatever you choose to be your spiritual trigger will work. But be careful. Once you set your thoughts on a visual reminder of the presence of God, it will be used by God to bring you into continual communion with Him. I would love for you to share with me through our contact page at www.fitnessandfaithministries.org what you have used or decide to use as your spiritual trigger or triggers. Please let me know. Enjoy your communion with God. As most of you know, I use AdvoCare products. One of my favorites and one of the company's best-selling products is called Spark. Spark is a unique blend of 20 vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that work synergistically, to give me a healthy and balanced source of energy, mental focus, and alertness. I drink Spark twice a day, every day. There are 10 flavors from which to choose. Cherry, green apple, grape, fruit punch, mandarin orange, pink lemonade, mango strawberry, watermelon, limeade, and blue raspberry. Many of you have decided to make changes in your intake and exertion routines that can cause some fatigue. Spark will give you... The well, spark you need to push through and finish the important tasks of the day and still have energy left to give your family all that they need from you. Get some spark in your life by clicking the link attached to the picture of Spark on the fitnessandfaithpodcast.com website. Sign up as a preferred customer and receive twenty percent off all your Advocare product orders. Join me, spark your life. You'll be glad you did. Today, we are joined by Brent Rouse, Student Ministry Coordinator at Lutheran Church of Hope in Ankeny, Iowa. Brent, thanks for joining us today. You bet. Hey, could you please tell us a little bit about your church and your role there?
1: Yeah, so uh, I lead ministry for students grades 6 to 12, And uh, one of the many campuses of Lutheran Church Hope, we're a multi-campus church in the Des Moines area in Iowa, what would be considered one of the largest uh, Lutheran churches in the country. And we serve uh, multiple communities surrounding Ankeny, so not limited to our reach within just one uh, suburb of Des Moines, but uh, even smaller surrounding communities.
0: Now, is your ministry mainly, uh, is it 6th to 12th graders?
1: Correct. So we have two programs uh, that we run. 6th to 8th grade is called Power Life, our confirmation ministry. And then high school youth group is called Ignition for 9th through 12th graders. And
0: I I guess they go to several different schools in that big a place?
1: Yeah, in Ankeny we have... uh, high schools alone and then the surrounding communities, uh, multiple high schools represented by the students as well middle schools uh, that uh, our students attend. so we have yeah no no one allegiance to a specific uh, mascot or school di- you know school district even.
0: Well can you give us a little of your background and how you ended up in ministry?
1: Yeah, so I started uh after college as a financial advisor and spent uh the years 2005 to 2011 in the financial industry in various roles. Uh was invited by a great friend of mine from high school who was a youth pastor uh at the time and he is basically like I want you to become uh, one of my summer interns, you know, and at age 29, so they're like, yeah, come on. you Yeah, be kidding me. <laughs> an intern, uh, but the reality was uh, multiple conversations later uh, and a, an experience on a spring break trip with uh, his youth group that he was leading to Florida uh, over a spring break trip. We ended up uh, having a follow-up conversation that led me into that position to say yes, and it was within a couple of months of being in my internship role I had uh, the opportunity to be to uh, be hired on here at Lutheran Church Hope in Ankeny, and have been on staff since 2011. Uh, we, and that would be August of 2011. We would actually uh, it'd be interesting to like go back and think it wasn't just uh, that that led me to youth ministry specifically. A as a, a former uh, collegiate soccer player and uh, some time uh, post college coaching soccer. I just kind of had the opportunity to invest into the next generation, and I just I had a great heart for impacting the lives of others, influencing others, and my own transformation story kind of became a part of that uh, when it comes to faith, always of a belief, but it was post-college, and uh, some of those uh, lifelong learning lessons uh, post-college uh, transitioned into a place where I knew uh, there's something more uh, in life, and that led me to Lutheran Church of Hope as a as a member, a congregation member, and started growing in my faith, uh, relationship with Christ, uh, and and transformation. Realized that I had something to offer to share uh, with the next generation that was more than just a uh, the the X's and O's of soccer uh, and the relationship that I had formed with those uh, athletes. So uh, it kind of led me into a place that I realized there's uh, other opportunities for impact not just as a coach but uh, even as a leader in youth ministry and when the opportunity presented itself I said here we go Lord <laughs> take the lead
0: yeah he was probably pulling you on and saying I will take you here here come on this way
1: yeah, um, yeah let's go
0: well did you grow up in that area and go to college in that area
1: well I grew up in the Des Moines area and a uh, suburb of Des Moines, Urbandale, uh, but then uh, left the state of Iowa, went all all the way south to Missouri uh, to, to Truman State University, and uh, spent five years there, uh, played soccer for four of those years, uh, was active uh, in a fraternity, and um, studied accounting, sat for the CPA exam, and funny enough, I've yet to actually using of my account well professionally have yet to use uh an accounting major in any capacity but other than just being in the financial industry um, there are some bits and pieces but yeah never uh, uh never went elsewhere for schooling just to uh, truman state and returned home for my first job post-college
0: now what uh what town is truman state in
1: it's in Kirksville, Missouri. Uh, it is a northeastern part of the state. Um, it's uh, formerly the university was called Northeast Missouri State. It's still a public university, uh, but they changed the name back in 96.
0: I'm glad you explained that because after I asked you where it was and then you said where it was, I'm thinking I still don't know where that is. So, yeah. So thanks, yeah. thanks for clarifying if that. You know
1: where Columbia, if you know where Columbia is, it's an hour north of there even uh, maybe more distinct. It's halfway between Des Moines and St. Louis, pretty much, if you draw a line. There you go. Right, between, pretty much.
0: Well, can you describe your physical journey for us? How did fitness become important to you?
1: Yeah, I would say uh, from childhood, uh, involved in sports, I think, uh, was just something that I enjoyed, and physical activity has kind of been a part of my nature. Uh, whether it's sports-oriented, when I was younger, too, nowadays, uh, more active outdoor orientation, uh, biking, hiking, those types of things, maybe not necessarily in a competitive nature, but uh, really, I think I've always been one just to enjoy the fitness side of things, uh, getting a good sweat on. Um, You know, if there's a purpose in a game of soccer, uh, that was always great, but even just uh, for the sake of taking care of our body, I think over time that's where my perspective has shifted, knowing that um, when it comes to uh, faith and, and being a believer, uh, knowing that our bodies are gifts. So I think I, my perspective has transitioned in a way where it's like, yeah, it's important to take care of this gift God has given us. Uh, really um, why then you know, it becomes important is knowing that I have to be my best uh, physically in uh, one capacity of our life to be able to be the best for others uh, in the way that we serve others and care for others and love others and, uh, so the journey uh, started at more you know, from an athletic perspective but since uh, post college uh, has more transitioned into uh, just getting out and being active uh, I've spent a number of years post college uh, participating in triathlons uh, took a little hiatus uh, over the past five years from anything uh, regular or routine, uh, but then started last year back up with the main goal of completing an Ironman, which was on a bucket list, which, uh, praise the Lord, I was able to accomplish in Madison, Wisconsin back in September. Uh, interesting enough, you spend uh majority of the year and many, many hours training and then uh, post Ironman this fall, I I kind of took a a nice little sabbatical from working out, but we're getting back into the uh, into a new routine with a different purpose and focus of just uh, gathering uh, the the motivation to be energized, to feel good, to take care of my body, and so I think that that's what what I continually remind myself of. It's good to take care of our body, and now uh, seeking different ways of doing that, whether it's uh, just simply cardio or lip, weightlifting. When it gets a little bit nicer out, uh, it'd be more uh, outdoor activity. One of my, yeah, one of my things that uh, I think I've noticed over time is I just love the outdoors, and so to be outside and be active uh, allows me to find uh, great joy in uh,
0: fitness. Awesome. I don't think I can ever do a triathlon or an Ironman or whatever. I think I'm going to start something called jello man or something and we can yeah. have three things and we could like walk and then we can ride in an inner tube down the river and I don't know what else I'd do maybe ride something with wheels down a hill and it would be this great nationwide event that I could have millions of people sign up for
1: Internet, international international spectacle
0: That's right. Well, you answered this next question a little bit in um uh, why do you think both physical and spiritual development are important for us?
1: I think in in general, uh, we're by nature meant to grow and develop and learn. And so when I think of spiritual development, uh, that's important because uh, in one regard, we're never going to fully know uh, our creator uh, and everything that uh, he knows, which means uh, when we're when we're seeking his knowledge and his wisdom and when we're learning uh to grow in our relationship with him means we're going to always be um developing in our spiritual journey and so for uh as a christian you know it's something that i don't take for granted knowing that in any season of life there's always something new to learn there's always something uh that god is trying to reveal uh to me and uh challenge me in and so uh one of the one of the most important things of you know daily life is just to to be aware of that and constantly uh listen and learn and uh even step out and face and so that i would say spiritual development is is one of those key components uh it guides you know it guides my steps it guides the the way I live life the way that I share life with others uh and um yeah, I suppose uh, one of one of the things that can easily be taken for granted uh, in the busyness of society. But uh, I I understand that if I if I'm not growing, then uh, there there is something that's getting in the way, and so I want to constantly be developing in my spiritual journey. And then when it comes to physical uh, physical development, may not necessarily mean I'm getting. Stronger may not necessarily mean that, uh, you know, that I'm always losing weight, but it's also uh, something that's more about maintenance. Uh, Most recently I've been uh, reading a book. Of course, the title gave me the power of full engagement, uh, I believe, is the title of the book. Um, Anyways, but the the main message that I continually – hear from it is uh, We we need to maintain energy manage our energy in a way that allows us to give our best no matter what we're doing so, you know when it comes to physical development it may not necessarily be I'm Growing stronger it may not necessarily mean I'm always losing weight, but it is something that uh, I suppose goes beyond um, the numbers and the the you know the strength that goes into You know, are we just being able to take care of our body in a way that allows us to be at our best, to um, find the best energy for the things that are most important? And I think over time, that's where uh, I suppose my perspective has shifted. I remember, you know, back in uh, more in the developmental years, uh, as I was maturing in high school, you know, building strength and grow, and um, you know, being at a place where I could compete. Uh, was important. It's a little bit different nowadays. Like I don't need strength to compete. I just, you know, maybe need specific level of fitness to compete in, the, you know, to compete or what I would say is participate in Ironman. I wasn't trying to win the thing. I was just trying to cross the finish line. So that was winning. Uh, it, <laughs> was winning it, yeah, it was winning. Yeah, it was winning. But, but when it, when it comes down to it, I was, I was just trying to get myself across the finish line, which means I didn't have to be as strong as anyone else. Right. just had to be strong enough, you know? Um, and so I think that, you know, knowing that uh, uh, we all have a look, you know, we're we're all different in our makeup. And so development physically for me is just continually staying, trying to stay active and be disciplined in taking care of my body, uh, which uh, then, you know, you're learning how to do that differently in different uh, seasons of life. Of course, it's a little bit more difficult uh, as we, Age it from 20s into our 30s, and I would imagine into the future, uh, as I continue to move into different decades and seasons of life, uh, we will we'll have a different reality and how that how that actually how its physical development plays itself out. So, which in some ways is very similar to spiritual development. Uh, as I seek to start a family uh, in the future, that'll be that'll have a different reality for spiritual development. And, uh, as we we move into our latter years, um, I think the same is true. What legacy do we leave? So
0: right, all and- of
1: that collectively, I think, is part of our combined physical, spiritual development. They tie together so well. I mean, knowing that you you're never arriving; you're continually working to develop, and uh, there's different outcomes for different people.
0: Yes, we've had it said many times uh, on this podcast, if you're not Growing, you're dying. If you're not getting stronger, you're getting weaker, and that's both physically and spiritually. Um, you know, I, yeah. I, I know you get to see that pretty firsthand. There, working with 6th to twelfth graders, that that growth that they have during that time, mentally, spiritually, physically, is is an extreme period of growth. Um, yeah, it really is. And then, yeah. and then just the change as we as we mature. I mean, I'm you know mid fifties and. Uh, it's a lot different now than it was back in the day. Yeah. I mean, yep. Both those things. I would agree. Well, um, you've touched on a, quite a few forms of exertion, but what is your favorite form of exertion now?
1: Yeah. Uh, I started by, I was thinking about uh, so thinking about the different types of ways we uh, exert ourselves in, like, at the end of the day, there are many that I love. I really would I would put it in this category of anything outdoors, and I would say the top if if I could do these three things every day, I probably would, uh, and I can. It just looks different when you're in Iowa. Right. Cycling, hiking, and skiing. You know, so put me in the mountains. I can cycle in the mountains. I can hike in the mountains, and I can ski in the mountains. Um, those are the three favorite forms of exertion, uh, and and why I think part of it is uh, the views and the, you know, the creation that you see. I mean, well, even cycling in Iowa, I mean, if I go cycling for, you know, 30 minutes an hour, I still see, I mean, the sunrise, the sunset, uh, the the cornfields and, you know, midsummer, um, you know, and I think that, that in and of itself uh, just brings joy to uh, the exertion that's happening. Kind of, if there's any pain, it's forgotten about, you know. Right. Uh, so, yeah, cycling, hiking, and skiing for, this, for the sake of uh, the views of God's creation that I see as well. Um, just the the joy that those bring. Like, they are not ones that I ever am like, man, I wish I wasn't doing this, you know.
0: Now, when I you talk skiing, are you talking um, snow skiing? Do you all have mountains near
1: Yeah. You? Not in Iowa, but uh, I love skiing. I've been enough that, you know, the... The hope is someday I'll be in Colorado where it's a little bit more accessible. And we can—I mean, we have hills that we can ski on here in Iowa, but it's just not the same. I'm not—I'm not. I'll save the money up to go to Colorado rather than than go here in Iowa. So,
0: well, I love skiing too. I don't get to go very much. You know, we don't have a lot yeah. of snow here in Texas. We did have snow already this year, though. That was interesting. Uh, right. <laughs> my my last time I took a group of uh, a group of students. Skiing, we had one injury, um, you know, because you always take that risk. That right. one injury was from a girl who decided she did not want to go skiing. She wanted to go shopping. She slipped on ice and hit her head and had a concussion. Oh, no. So huh. I, I always remember that when I'm thinking about skiing and the difficulties and the dangers of skiing, and I'm thinking, and shopping in the snow. Yeah. So what is your favorite way to work on your spiritual self?
1: Yeah, uh, it's just from a day-to-day perspective, it's sitting in quiet, uh, diving into the Word of God, uh, listening to some music. Uh, I like to journal, you know, just thoughts, things that uh, are being revealed. And and there's just the the other piece of it, just reading books uh, that are developmental-oriented. They're not, uh, yeah, more uh, nonfiction than fiction, uh, is definitely the, the land that I like to live in when it comes to reading books. And, um, you know, one of the things that I would say I would seek in this time, I find it, uh, on an annual basis, I take a retreat where I'm completely disconnected. Um, nothing but just time for me and the Lord and to connect. And, uh, this past year, my wife and I were able to do it for the first time together. Um, since we've only been married a year and a half previous years, I'd kind of go on my own and, uh, but just getting away and and having that time to be quiet, uh, found a place in Michigan. It's a pastor's retreat that I've been on, uh, that snow's fallen. It's the middle of February. And that's great. I've been to Phoenix to do it, uh, where my parents kind of hang out in uh, the winter months. And so all of that to say, uh, I try to replicate it, that as much as possible back home, just to remind them that that quiet space, uh, comfortable space, uh, which just is kind of unhindered uh, time with the Lord, and just uh, allowing allowing space to to think uh, without the distractions of work or life. Uh, and sometimes it's easy; I can do it at home, uh, but it's definitely easier finding uh, places that are a little bit away from home. So. Wherever it is, that that's the main focus. A little, Quiet a reading little, and journaling yeah, and little, listening to music
0: and tunes, and a little bit away from the ministry of interruptions that Correct. come to us Correct. in this in that world of ministry. And and right. I also heard you say when you were talking about being outdoors that 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 gets you a spiritual uh, connection too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Often when I'm cycling, for sure. Sh- especially I'll be listening to a podcast unless I'm with a group of people. Uh but yeah, that's one of my in Iowa, one of the easiest ways for me is like I'll just hop on the bike, listen to some podcasts and uh just good thinking time uh and connection time. So that that is by far uh one of the things that I use most in the summer most of course is is more suitable
0: here in Iowa. You don't want to bike in the freezing, huh?
1: No, I mean, I like to. I don't mind it. I just don't have – I have a mountain bike that I've ridden. Uh, I haven't gotten it to a place where it's ready to do that this winter yet. But uh, generally speaking, it's in the summer on the road bike.
0: Well, do you have a favorite Bible verse you'd like to share with us?
1: Yeah, I I remember uh, we had an opportunity at our uh, – Campus in West Des Moines uh they' we're expanding uh building a new worship center and um the past our senior pastor invited us to write a verse on the flooring uh below uh, the finished wood decking that they put on top of it so it was just kind of on the wood base and I just went back to I went back to uh a bible carousel we had and I just flipped the bible open and I came up across romans twelve two and it's just one that has always been uh, probably uh I mean it definitely is a life first, but one that always speaks uh speaks to who I am uh don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person- pr- new person by changing the way you think uh then you will know learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect uh, And so yeah I, that is just as I always paraphrase it, don't be conformed, be transformed uh this idea that too often we're drawn into the conformity of the world. Yet God is transforming us daily and allowing us to see uh, see from His perspective and live into His His uh, His will uh, rather than the will of others. So, it's guided my steps each and every day.
0: And the way you uh, translated that a while ago, or whatever version you were using, it had to do yeah. with, had to do with our our thought process about transforming yeah. our thoughts and changing our thoughts and. You know our thoughts control our actions, and if we can really dive in and and let our relationship with god you know allow him to control our thoughts that changes everything amen uh, how about a favorite quote
1: favorite quote uh i don't i don't you know I don't have a favorite quote but I have a motto that I live by that I just i think is something that I will say is my favorite uh favorite thing to to live by put God first and enjoy the journey uh that's something that just I try to hold true to, remind myself every day, uh, no matter what's going on. Uh, Got to remind myself to put him first, and good and bad, enjoy it, uh, find that deep joy that comes from him. So uh, awesome. I find life to be a journey, not you know, not just uh, uh going through the motions, but we're we're on a journey that has uh, great things ahead.
0: Our life is definitely a journey, and, and this is just the, you know, we we relate so much to the physical part of it, but that spiritual part, uh, this is such a little part of eternity. Uh, yeah. So we've got a, we've got a quite, quite a bit more to experience. Well, how about the million-dollar question that I always ask? If you could only put one yeah. thing on a T-shirt or billboard that everyone you know or with whom you come in contact could see every single day, what would that one thing be?
1: I might, I might have already answered that one. Uh, I was wondering about
0: that.
1: (laughs) enjoy the journey.
0: Uh, (laughs) That that. is,
1: that is, that is probably top of mind. I, you know, I think if anyone uh, saw that, I think uh, they would be very uh, clear on what it is that uh, not only guides me, but what could guide them. You know, Uh, finding finding the the purpose. Uh, and it's as
0: simple as that. Enjoying that, jo- enjoying that journey with God on a daily basis.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: And acknowledging Him in everything we do is is key. Correct. Well, yeah. Brent, Brent, how can people find you?
1: How can people find me? They can, they can find just me go to in, Iowa. Uh, <laughs> they can find me here at Lutheran Church of Hope, Ankeny, in beautiful Ankeny, Iowa. Uh, they can find me out on the soccer field as I coach for Iowa Rush or Ankeny Centennial Jaguars. But, uh, most importantly, I'm out on Facebook. Uh, you know, simple, easiest way to connect is Facebook. Um, uh, but then, uh, I would say if they're actually looking forward, uh, to connecting with me, they can head out to have a blog. Um, and that blog is take And, uh, then the other ways, uh, social media. I mean, I have Twitter. I have, uh, Instagram. Now, how often do I use those? That's, that's debated. Uh, but, but I think the easiest way then is just reaching out, um via, uh, email. And you can find me at Brent, B-R-E-N-T dot R-A-U-C-H, R-A-U-C-H at Hope, H-O-P-E, Ankeny, Ankeny dot org. Well, Brent, we Sounds really,
0: good. really, really appreciate you being with us today and sharing your thoughts. And I wish you well up there working with the young people of of uh, Iowa.
1: Appreciate it, Mike. And it's been a just been a pleasure to share share a little bit about what Dad's been up to in my life and through my life.
0: When I'm coaching teams and we come to the end of a practice or game, we gather together for a couple of reminders before we part ways. These are your reminders. Check out the website at fitnessandfaithministries.org where you will find valuable tools and information like our weekly blog study, exertion video links, and links to healthy recipes. It's all designed to help you find your fit please use the contact page to send us your fitness and faith funny or suggest someone who would be a great interview. We'd also appreciate you sharing this podcast. You never know when a few words of fitness and faith encouragement might make a significant impact in someone's life. Thanks again for listening to the Fitness and Faith podcast. And remember, it's always a great day to live life inspired and energized with fitness and faith.